Hello and once again welcome to UCA News Weekly Summary, your guide for news and information about and of interest to the Church in Asia. I'm John Lawrenson. Church leaders in Pakistan have demanded strong government action after a Muslim mob attacked a Christian neighbourhood in Punjab province, leaving 21 churches and dozens of Christian homes vandalised and damaged over blasphemy allegations. Following the attack on Wednesday, the Catholic Bishops' Conference of Pakistan president, Archbishop Joseph Arshad, issued a statement calling for justice over the violence in Jaranwala area of Faisalabad district. He demanded a fair probe, justice and safety of Christians. Catholic Bishop's National Commission of Justice and Peace termed it the worst attacks on Christians in Pakistan's history. The rampage came after three Muslims filed a police complaint accusing two Christian men of committing blasphemy by desecrating the Quran. The accused Christians have dismissed it as fabricated. However, Muslim clerics allegedly made announcements from mosques asking Muslims to protest, triggering violence. The mob, armed with sticks, stones and explosives, raided churches and Christian homes, leaving doors and windows smashed and some portions gutted by fire. India's eastern right Siro Malabar Church has condemned violent protests against the visiting pontifical delegate Archbishop Cyril Vasil, who has been tasked with finding a solution to the church's decades-old liturgy dispute. The Jesuit Archbishop was denied entry to the St Mary's Cathedral through its main door, forcing him to enter through a side door with a police escort to offer prayers. The crowd threw water bottles and eggs at Vasil. The cathedral has been closed since last December, following physical violence inside it over the liturgy dispute. Priests and Catholics in archdiocese have rejected a liturgy approved by the church's synod. It wants priests to face the altar during the mass. Those opposing it call the liturgy archaic and against the spirit of the Second Vatican Council. By November 2022, except Ernakulam Angamali Archdiocese, all 35 dioceses of the Church implemented the Synod-approved Mass. Thousands of families are reeling from a lack of aid after devastating flash floods and landslides hit about one million people in five districts in southeastern Bangladesh. Aid groups say people of Chattogram, Bandaban and Cox's Bazaar districts were most affected by flooding in the second week of August. Chattogram division is home to more than half of the Bengali Muslim-majority countries, estimated three million ethnic minority communities. An official account of flood damage and losses is still not available. However, volunteers and aid groups noted the disasters claimed 54 lives, displaced more than 50,000 and destroyed about 50,000 hectares of cropland. Catholic charity Caritas estimated that about 200,000 people from 60,000 households were affected as flooding hit 917 out of nearly 1,500 villages in Bandaraban. Volunteers who visited affected remote villages reported that starvation and the imminent outbreak of waterborne diseases threaten many villages. 
In neighbouring India, flooding and landslides killed some 60 people this month and 90 people in July. Sri Lankan President Ranil Wickramasinghe unveiled a slew of development projects for ethnic Tamil people during the annual feast at a popular Marian shrine, a move viewed as a form of wooing Tamils left traumatised by the 26-year-old civil war. The president made the announcement during the feast at the Our Lady of Madhu in Manar Diocese on Tuesday. He announced a new intercity train service from their area to the capital Colombo and planned to develop Manar as an energy hub. He also promised to set up a sugarcane processing factory in the area. Catholic church leaders welcomed the move but emphasised the importance of the reconciliation process. Despite the war ending in 2009, unease and tension between Buddhist-majority Sinhalese and Tamils still persists amid unresolved issues like lack of justice and compensation. Tamils include both Christians and Hindus. The civil war left at least 100,000 civilians, soldiers and Tamil rebels killed and tens of thousands displaced. Myanmar military's airstrikes in predominantly Christian Kaya and Chin states have left three churches damaged in the latest bout of attacks on Christian sites in the conflict-torn country. Mary, Mother of Mercy Church in Loikau Diocese in Kaya State, was hit in an airstrike last Saturday. Its roof, ceiling and windows were devastated, though no human casualties were reported. Two Baptist churches in Chin State were damaged in the airstrikes. The Chin Human Rights Organization reported that seven people were injured in military attacks in two villages. Myanmar's military has intensified attacks on rebel forces in Christian-majority areas of Kaya, Chin, Kachin and Karen states, as well as the Bama heartland of Sangang and Magwe regions, where the army faces strong resistance from rebels. At least 100 religious sites, including 55 Christian buildings, have been destroyed since the February 2021 military coup. Police in Indonesia's Christian-majority Papua region attacked hundreds of protesters with batons, water cannon and tear gas as they joined rallies on the 61st anniversary of an agreement that made the region part of Indonesia. The police violence left at least 20 people injured in the restive province on Tuesday. The protest rallies called on the international community to review the US-brokered 1962 New York Agreement that allowed Indonesia to annex Papua after the end of Dutch colonial rule. Human rights activists condemned police brutality at rallies organised by the West Papua National Committee. The Indonesian government considers this committee a separatist group. The Papuans said police action violated the constitutional rights of freedom of association. Indonesia's annexation of Papua and use of force to crush dissent sparked an armed separatist movement. The conflict left thousands of civilians, soldiers and rebels killed and tens of thousands displaced. Communist authorities in Guangxi province in southern China detained a Christian house church pastor after accusing him of disturbing social order, 
for allegedly not joining a state-sanctioned church body. Pastor Park Kwang Jie of the New Life Christian Church was held in the second week of August. Park was detained on no specific charge, but local police officials accused him of violating the public security law which punishes those disturbing social order in the name of any religion. The law has been exploited to target and harass leaders and pastors of house churches that have not joined the state-run group of Protestant churches overseen by the Three Self Church. Meanwhile, police in several provinces, including Zhejiang, Fujian and Jiangsu, have continued a crackdown on the controversial Christian cult movement, the Church of Almighty God. Local sources say more than 1,000 members of the movement have been arrested since June. A 60-year-old member died in police custody, allegedly due to torture. A Hong Kong charity organisation has called for enhanced fertility-related services and policies after a recent survey found the number of childless couples doubled in the past five years. Some 43.2% of a total of 1,502 women surveyed by the Family Planning Association of Hong Kong had no children. It is a 100% increase in five years, as the figure was some 20.6% in 2017. The surveyed women were either married or living with their partners between September to December 2022. Their spouses have also been surveyed. The number of women with one child decreased from 38.3% to 27.4%. The fertility rate plunged to a record low of 0.9, according to the survey released on Tuesday. Health experts consider 2.1 as the replacement level of fertility. Hong Kong recorded the world's lowest fertility rate in April, with 0.8 live births per woman, in contrast to the global average of 2.3 live births per woman. The coalition of Japanese and South Korean civic and religious groups has called for an end to military expansion in both nations for peace and reconciliation in the region. The Korea-Japan Reconciliation and Peace Platform issued a statement urging the governments in Japan and South Korea to return to the path of peace. The statement was issued last Thursday during a press conference in Seoul ahead of the National Liberation Day on August the 15th, which commemorated the end of Japan's colonial rule in Korea that ended in 1945. The group criticised the militarisation policies in South Korea and Japan, allegedly to deter China and North Korea's military expansionism. South Korean administration of President Yoon Yuk-sol is accused of pursuing a confrontational policy with North Korea, while Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's government is seeking to amend Article 9 of the Constitution, which prohibits militarisation and warfare. 
Among the Vietnam Catholic nuns, few are joining convents. Lack training programs and finances are declining, found a study conducted by the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate. About 85% of women religious groups in the country reported a decline in new recruits as a major challenge. The Washington, D.C.-based research organization is affiliated with the Jesuits-run Georgetown University. The study results present an overview of women's religious life in Vietnam and their main challenges and needs for support. About 70% of congregations face challenges related to formation training programs. Some 60% said they also face challenges related to their members' mental and physical health. About 54% of the responding institutes reported low income and financial issues as their main challenge. At least 20% of respondents reported challenges related to clericalism. That's it for this week. Visit ucanews.com to get latest news, commentaries, video features, interviews and a lot more on religious, social and political developments of church in Asia. Do share this and let others know what you have got interested in listening to. And do contribute on ucanews.com slash donate. Today's producer was Binu Alex. Until next week, goodbye. Goodbye.